Welcome back, everyone. This is the Everyday Christian taking a practical approach to studying the Bible. My name is Vincent Saramelli. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or reach out to me with everydaychristian917 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to hit like and subscribe. In today's episode, I am studying Proverbs 9. And it's a short enough chapter, just 18 verses, that I'm going to go ahead and read the whole thing and then, like normal, go over the parts that stuck out to me. So here we go, verse 1 in Proverbs 9. Wisdom has built her house. She has set up its seven pillars. She has prepared her meat and mixed her wine. She has also set her table. She has sent out her servants, and she calls from the highest point of the city. Let all who are simple come to my house. To those who have no sense, she says, come eat my food, and drink the wine I have mixed. Leave your simple ways, and you will live. Walk in the way of insight. Whoever corrects a mocker invites insults. Whoever rebukes the wicked incurs abuse. Do not rebuke mockers, or they will hate you. Rebuke the wise, and they will love you. Instruct the wise, and they will be wiser still. Teach the righteous, and they will add to their learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For through wisdom your days will be many, and years will be added to your life. If you are wise, your wisdom will reward you. If you are a mocker, you alone will suffer. Folly is an unruly woman. She is simple and knows nothing. She sits at the door of her house, on a seat at the highest point of the city, calling out to those who pass by, who go straight on their way. Let all who are simple come to my house. To those who have no sense, she says, stolen water is sweet, food eaten in secret is delicious. But little do they know that the dead are there, that her guests are deep in the realm of the dead. The first couple of verses that stuck out to me are verses 7 and 9, and I'll just reread them real quick. Whoever corrects a mocker invites insults, whoever rebukes the wicked incurs abuse. Do not rebuke mockers or they will hate you, rebuke the wise and they will love you. Instruct the wise, and they will be wiser still. Teach the righteous, and they will add to their learning. I got a pretty simple message out of that, and the, the message is, don't bother correcting a mocker or the wicked. You will be abused, and your efforts will fall on deaf ears. That's something I've struggled with before, because, and I'm sure we all struggle with this. You can see someone doing something that, even before you're a Christian, you, <laughs> you struggle with this. You see someone doing something that you don't think they should be doing, but it if you've ever tried correcting them on it and you don't know the person personally, then it's usually folly. Now, um, if you're really good friends with someone and you see them doing something wrong and they have wisdom, they will appreciate the criticism. So that's what I'm, that's my takeaway on this verse is don't bother correcting a mocker or the wicked. Um, cause it's just, it's going to fall on deaf ears. What I need to do is I only correct people I know, who I know will receive that criticism and evaluate it, not just throw it up in my face. The next set of verses that stood out to me were verses 13 to 18, and I'm not going to reread those, but it's basically talking about folly being an unruly woman and how um, the dead are in her house and her guests are deep in the realm of the dead. I think this could be another warning against adultery, but I also think it's a warning against listening to bad influences. So not just adultery, but just checking your bad influences all around you. I've covered this before on a prior podcast about 
making sure that you got influ good influences around you. Uh, it's hard to balance the bad unless you have lots of good influences. So I think this is another warning against uh, possibly adultery and just bad influences in your life. Um, one thing that I thought was interesting about this is I'm starting to notice a theme in, uh, in the Bible in general, and that's temptation is often personified as a woman, at least in, at least in Proverbs. The significance there for me as a man is that it's a very relatable example. Um, the, the guys out there can agree with me. We are more easily captivated by a pretty woman than a burly man. If a burly man comes up to me and says, hey, let's get up to no good. If someone I don't know, it ain't happening. Well, I'm like, no, nah, that's all right. You go on your own. But if a pretty woman comes up to me, I'm more easily distracted and more prone to considering whatever bad ideas might be thrown out there. So that's that's one of the things I have to watch out for, which is why I said in prior uh, studies that I need to watch out for, inf not just the influences, but I need to temper that with uh, making sure I don't leave any room for temptation in my life from influences from women. So, so again, I don't think the Bible is trying to say that women are bad. I think it's trying to personify these influences and these temptations in a way that is relatable to to me as a man at least at least this section that's how it's laid out and if you look earlier up in the chapter it's even talking about wisdom being a woman it's personified as a woman so i think it's just a good way or an easier way for men to understand uh some of these examples just because it's more it's a little bit more relatable so that's it my my takeaway from this chapter was wisdom has built up her house with positive things folly has built up her house with negative things and death and so you need to be careful which which you're seeking. You're seeking folly or you're seeking wisdom. And then on top of that, be careful who you correct. Are they a wise person? Do you know if they're a wise person or not? If you correct a wise person, they're going to appreciate it. If you give them criticism, they're going to appreciate it. If you correct a mocker or you're correcting someone you don't know who it is, uh, expect folly, expect failure and abuse from them, quite frankly. And so with that, I'd like to wrap up with a prayer here. Father, thank you for all the blessings and abundance you shower on my life every day. Thank you for all the love that you shower and is just present in my life and my family. Thank you for helping me to remember these lessons of Proverbs about the paths of wisdom and the paths of folly. Help me to follow the path of wisdom. And I ask that you fill me with the Holy Spirit so that I can be the light in someone else's life this week. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, thank you for joining me. Again, I'm trying out some new equipment, so if you guys like the equipment, leave a comment or uh, leave an email. Let me know what you're thinking of the, the new microphone and sound recordings and all that. I think I'm getting it a little bit more figured out. But with that, I will talk to you all next time. Thank you.